0: Hey, welcome to the Coach Bono's podcast in the studio Soapbox Network. I'm Coach Bo Brian O'Connor. We're recorded live at the undisclosed location of the O'Connor Advisor Group studios. You can check out all things O'Connor Advisor Group at OAGKS.com. You can interact with the show on Twitter and Instagram at Coach Bono's Show. You can check out our Facebook page, Coach Bono's Show. Just search for that, you'll find it. And then um, you can check us out. You can always email us at CoachBono's Show at gmail.com. Uh, this is episode 18, or as I'm going to title this, You Suckers Got Lucky. <clears throat> I'm going to start today with a little bit of fun. Uh, we're recording this late. Usually I try to do the Monday pods on Sunday night, but I really wasn't feeling great after the, the games and just decided I was going to go to bed and just kind of take it easy. So I'm actually recording this on Monday after all the ball games on Sunday and do the holidays. So you guys can live with it. I'm a few hours late. Live with it. Um... But what I wanted to get at first off was I'm gonna jump in fantasy football just to kind of give everybody an update. I know we don't have uh, the last game of the night, Monday's game, my New Orleans Saints shorthanded are going to come play the Dolphins, but it hasn't doesn't make any difference in our fantasy league as nobody of any consequence has any of those players. But what I wanted to point out was, you know, everybody it was there was a conspiracy. There really wasn't a conspiracy, but I'm going to claim there was a conspiracy to hold me out of the playoffs, and you suckers got lucky. B-Dog, Paul Hayward, Uncle Rico, Big Mike, you all got lucky. You're lucky I didn't make the playoffs because I would have smoked all you fools behind me and the greatest quarterback of all time, Joe Burrow. All right, not the greatest quarterback of all time, but man, Joe Burrow had a great game. I would have um, coach Bo knows this my, my team would have actually beaten every team in the league last week and so uh, yeah kind of funny how we're at but here's where we're at for those um, for those who are paying attention uh, B dog who uh, jumped in last minute went on the winning streak got in the fourth seed is gonna is lost he's lost to Paul Hayward number number one seed so Paul he's gonna be in our championship game next week. And it looks like he's going to be playing Uncle Rico, who had the big upset. I don't want to call it an upset because I thought this was coming. Against Big Mike. Mike's just, Mike got far out in advance where it was so hard for him to fall out of the playoffs. But his teams has been decimated by COVID, by injuries, everything. Uncle Rico got him beat. Uh, Mike does have two attack of and, um and Devontae Parker on Monday night. But he needs like 70 points. And it's just not likely to happen. So, I mean, unless Joe Burrow shows up dressed attack Tua Taguailoa, that's just not going to happen. So, uh, uh, best of luck to our uh, our championship game, which will be, again, uh, Paul Hayward and um, Uncle Rico for the championship next week. And you guys, the winner, will get a prize. I'm not going to tell anybody what it is yet. We're still working on a couple of finished-up things on that. So, a uh, little, again... You suckers got lucky. <laughs> sour grapes. So uh, sour grapes on my part, but that's where we're at. So um, I hope everybody enjoyed their Christmas. We just had Christmas this past weekend. I hope I had a safe holiday. hope everybody's done well. I hope if you were a little one, first off, if you're little, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast. But if you, if there was something you wanted, I hope you got it. And if you didn't get it, well, go buy it in your That's what this is all about anyway. mm mm-hmm. But, um, hey, I just wanted to, I hope everybody had a safe time. I hope everybody had a great time with family, with friends, doing all the things you're supposed to do during the holidays. So, again, be safe. I'm going to focus primarily today on the NFL and a lot of the stuff going on in the NFL. We kind of had a really interesting weekend. Um, This was uh, some interesting stuff happening with games this past week. Saturday, we had two really close games that were important games for teams. Um, Saturday night, we had the uh, the Colts uh, beat the Cardinals and really look good doing it. I mean, that was the, uh, the, the, the Colts really, they've come on strong here in the end of the season. Um, I think they got a great roster. I'm not sure about the quarterback position yet, and I'm guilty as charged on that, but I think that... They are a contender. and I think Jonathan Taylor should get a lot of recognition in the MVP vote. Um, I, he probably would be either one or two on my ballot. Uh, I'd be between him and Rodgers on my ballot. But uh, the, the Colts stay in the playoff hunt. Now they win 22-16. The Packers hold off the Browns. In a game where Baker Mayfield throws four interceptions, and could have had a fifth one, um, the the Packers just got out ahead quickly. They got up twenty one twelve at the half, and then Browns kind of came back in the second half. And it does give me a little bit of concern on the Packers. And they're the number one seed right now in the NFC, and they've been they've been hot. I mean they they've been winning left and right. They they're they're, uh, they're game ahead, game smooth of everybody right now, and there no one's going to catch them at this point. Uh, I don't see Dallas or the Rams or the Bucks actually catching the Packers. With the Packers finishing up with the Vikings and Lions, um, I suppose the Vikings, who did beat the Packers earlier in the season, could do it again. But I don't think it's as likely Sunday night in Lambeau Field next week. So, don't think it's quite as likely. But uh, you never know. But I do have a concern about the Packers the last two weeks. I think mean, they can get right against the Vikings and the Lions, but. I've had a concern these last two weeks, the games against the Browns and the Ravens. You know, uh, the Browns, kind of a borderline playoff team. The Ravens, a team that they may not make the playoffs now, but they are a team that's certainly deserving. I think that John Harbaugh's done an incredible job this year with all the injuries and all the stuff they've had to deal with. Um, But in both those games, the Packers moved way ahead in those games, but then their defense didn't quite hold up. And you saw those teams come back. They had to make a defensive play. You know, uh, this past week against the Browns, the interception, they kind of put it away. But I don't think it's as much on the defenses as I think that the Packers have got a problem with later in the game, when it's time to run the ball, being uh, not able to keep the ball moving. They can run the football as good as anybody else. It just seems like they're having some timely issues. And Again, this is last couple of weeks. It could be nothing. They could get right these next couple of weeks and be fine. They will have home-field advantage, which is going to be a really big deal. So, again, just something to kind of take a look at there. Um, what I also want to talk about was so we had the two close games on Saturday, but then we had Sunday's games. And Sunday's game was like bloodletting. We had some teams just decide, uh, we're just going to start blowing teams away. Uh, we had the Chiefs absolutely destroy the Steelers. That Steelers team looked like the worst Steelers team I've seen, and I couldn't even tell you how far back. Um, they looked bad. Ben Roethlisberger looks like, like he's crippled out there. Uh, the, the play where Roethlisberger fumbled the ball, where he turned his back to the offensive line, trying to... Something on the what looks like a little shuffle pass behind him on an end around or something. I think he took like seven little baby steps before then he gets hit, the ball comes loose. I, I know Big Ben was just collecting a paycheck this year, but he looks like and he's playing like he's collecting a paycheck because he's he's doing the Kirk Cousins, he's up there stealing money right now. Uh, dealers looked really, really bad, and the Chiefs look great. I'll tell you the most important part of that Chiefs game. Everyone's buzzing today on Monday. Hey, Mahomes is back. Mahomes is back. Mahomes went 23 of 30 for three touchdowns, zero interceptions, and he looked fantastic, and he dominated the first half. But I'm going to tell you, this is what is so underrated. I just talked about the Packers, and what the Packers didn't do well the last two weeks. The Chiefs do not have this problem. Chiefs ran the ball 33 times in that game. Only threw it 30. They ran it 33 and ran for 127 yards, three different backs. Now, Edwards Hilaire got hurt in the game. Derek Gore, Darrell Williams, everybody was running the ball well. That offensive line is the difference. And the Chiefs, that's going to be the difference between the Chiefs in 2021 and this next playoff run versus one year ago. It isn't that Patrick Mahomes is a year older and maybe a year wiser. It's that offensive line and the ability to run the football and to put games away. That's the difference. And you don't have to be as good defensively if you can run the football. I mean, just look at it. That's just what can happen. So um, big props to the Chiefs in their game. And, I thought they played incredibly well. Uh, they did They did what you're supposed to do. They got a hit early and then just run the ball, run the ball. I thought that that's the formula. That's the formula the Packers need to do a little better job at. The Chiefs did it phenomenally. The Dallas Cowboys, also, if you watch Sunday night game, that was an obliteration. I don't even know what verbiage to use. 56-14. That game was never in question. I mean, um, it's forty-two-seven at the half. It looked LSU against Oklahoma a couple years ago. Dak um, Prescott goes twenty-eight of thirty-nine for three hundred and thirty and four touchdowns. Um, the Cowboys' defense was sensational. That Cowboys team is hard to beat. Now Washington's got all sorts of problems. They don't have a real quarterback. <clears throat> they have defensive problems. Their best defensive players out, and Chase Young right now. They really don't have a lot of skill players, um, you know, outside of McLaurin. They're just not a very good team. That's why they're six and nine. But the Cowboys came out, and Dak just kept punching them, punching them, punching them. And they still ran the ball. Um, Elliott only had nine carries, but then Pollard has eight. Dak has four. Then uh, they had the other backs come in. Corey Clement, Cooper Rush gets six more carries. They ran the ball 28 times for 108. Again, running the football makes a difference. The Dallas Cowboys can beat any team if they're running the football. They're going to be a tough out in the NFC when they're running the football. But um, they looked sensational on Sunday night. So, and it's a guy who's been a, a Cowboy hater my whole life. I'm telling you, it hurts me to say, but they are someone that their offense and their defense could give the Packers a run. Now, we've seen those two blowouts. The next blowout I'm going to talk about is my man. Yep, my man. I warned everybody. I warned him. I warned everybody. This dude is for real. He's the best young quarterback in the league. Joe Burrow, baby. The Bengals needed to win. They needed to beat the Ravens. And they did. They dominated the Ravens in every which way in that game. 41 21. It wasn't even that close. Burrow, 37 of 46 for 525 yards, four touchdowns. Um, This guy should be getting some MVP talk. I'm not saying he should win the MVP. But the fact that no talking head on ESPN or FS1 or anywhere is talking about that guy in that process right now just tells me that they're not not watching. The Bengals are 9-6. Burrow's coming off an injury. He's already at 4,100 yards this year. He has 30 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. He has the same number of touchdowns and interceptions as Patrick Mahomes. He's actually got more yards per game. He has a better completion percentage, but yet no one's talking about Joe Burrow in the MVP category, and he has the Cincinnati Bengals, not only right now in the division lead, but as the number three seed. I that to me that's MVP esque. So I think that again, I've already said earlier, I think that it's a Rodgers, Jonathan Taylor, you know, toss up, but I do think that Joe Burrow should be in everyone's top five. And I think he should be ahead of Mahomes this year. Yes, I said that out loud. Uh, the Bengals, again, now we're going to see something. we got the Bengals and the Chiefs coming next week. That's going to be a great game. Um, I do suspect the Chiefs are going to win that game. I think mean, the Bengals do have one Achilles heel, and that's the Bengals do not have a good offensive line. A team with a really good defensive line is going to give the Bengals problems. Um, what we did see different from Burrow this past week, and really the, the games where he's had the big games, has been his ability to scramble, to get out of the pocket, to move up in the pocket, to move around. He has a little bit of, a, I like to say, like a Steve Young kind of ability. Uh, you see it when he's in the pocket, it's almost Brady-esque. How he can slide just a few, a couple of feet here, a couple of feet there. Or he can get outside and he's you know, people say he's sneaky fast, but uh, at the same time, he's able to make some plays. The fantastic one he had to throw to Higgins, I mean, was just incredible, like a 50-yard touchdown pass that was just him rolling out. After the game, the coach had told him not to roll out and not to scramble. He did it anyway, and he makes a touch make a big play on, on it. Um, I think the Bengals need a little less of coach there and a little more of, of letting Burrow be Burrow. I think that's what's hurt them a couple times this year. They needed, they needed that win against the Ravens. They got it. The Ravens have been decimated with COVID, with, um, with Lamar Jackson being hurt. But I think it hurt Burrow's uh, feelings that he didn't make the Pro Bowl and that Lamar Jackson did. And now they're the third seed in the NFL. in the, in the I'm sorry, in the AFC. And uh, they're the third seed because Buffalo beat New England. In a game where I watched the game, in a game that in score... Was close, 33 21. But really, that game wasn't close. Buffalo dominated that game in every which way. Uh, Josh Allen looked great. He did have a little lower completion percentage. He was 30 of 47, 314, three touchdowns, a great game. Um, the Patriots didn't look great. And it's amazing how one time we see the Patriots dominate the Bills. And then we come back and see it again the other way. We've seen that a couple times in the last couple, last few weeks with NFL teams. So I don't know, some things to look at. It looks like the Bills are getting hot. The Patriots are kind of cooling off a little bit. I think some of the quarterback plays hurt the Patriots here in the last couple of weeks. The other team I want to talk a little bit about is the team that I think is back. They were my preseason uh, Super Bowl pick, and that's the L.A. Rams. The Rams are back. They're full on. Uh, they beat the Vikings 30, 23, Matt Stafford twenty one of thirty seven. Uh, he threw three picks in the game, which was not good at all. But uh, they're running the football thirty three rushing attempts for the for the for the Rams. One fifty nine. Sony Michelle twenty seven carries for one thirty one. Um, Daryl Henderson had one carry for seventeen yards. Um, the Rams are, are getting right, and one thing that's helped them is, you know, I mean, obviously Cooper Cup's had a fantastic year. He had 10 receptions, 109 yards. But Odell Beckham has now turned into Odell Beckham again. It's funny. Players get away from Baker Mayfield. He does, he keeps whining. He gets worse, and they get better. Maybe Coach Bow is right that Baker Mayfield sucks. So, yeah, up yours, Baker Mayfield. Um Odell Beckham, four four receptions, 37 yards. He had a touchdown. The touchdown was an incredible catch. Um, Yeah, Beckham was back, and I think the Rams are back. Uh, The Rams are going to be a tough out, and now they're back in the division lead after the Cardinals lost on on Saturday night. It's going to be a tough out. The NFC is going to be a monster. The the playoffs, it's very heavily top-weighted. Packers, Cowboys, Rams, even the bucks you could include. The Bucs have got injury issues still, but they still do have Tom Brady. Hard to bet against them. After that, I'm not sure. I'm not sold on the Cardinals. Right now, 6-7 and of the 49ers and the Eagles. That's what the Saints do have a game tonight. They could, they could play them in. They would actually um, leap ahead of both the Eagles and the 49ers if they won tonight. I don't suspect the Saints are going to win tonight, though. Um when you hear this, maybe it's after the game, but we'll see. Uh, but those bottom three or four teams in the NFC, I don't think have much of a chance. Where in the AFC, right now the Chiefs are the one, the Titans are the two, Bengals, Buffalo, Indy, New England are all tied. Now Buffalo has the lead. It's based on a tiebreaker over New England on win percentage and division games. Uh. The Bengals have a tiebreaker over Buffalo based on win percentage in conference games. Then the Colts are the highest of the, of the right now of the uh, wild teams. as Colts, Patriots, Ravens as of right now. However, the Bengals are not assured to win the division yet. The Bengals do have to win one of the last two. They do have a tiebreaker with the Ravens, uh, where they won both games head to head. They're a game ahead with two to play. However, the Bengals do play the Chiefs, and at Cleveland. Um, The Ravens are going to, their last two are versus the Rams and then the Steelers. So I think that's the situation where both the Ravens and the Bengals are likely to lose next week um, just based on the opponent. And so I don't think the Bengals stay on the three line. I do think Buffalo probably moves ahead of them. But I don't suspect the Ravens beat the Rams, and I do think that they'll beat the playoffs as the seventh seed. It'll be kind of interesting to see what happens with the Ravens' chargers there at the end. And I guess the the Raiders will have a small chance as well. So even with two games to go, there'll be some interesting things going on there. Um, But yeah, we have some uh, big games coming up this next week. It's going to be interesting as we are seeing COVID spreading through teams like Wildfire right now. Um, we've seen so many players who are out, and now we're getting into you know, week 17. This is traditionally the last week of the season, but with the new schedule of 17 games, and you have a bye, we have an extra week. So now we've got some big games coming up. Uh, the Chiefs and the Bengals will be a noon game on Sunday. I think that's probably the biggest game of the weekend. Um, you look at that, I think, again, Rams-Baltimore, I think right up there, maybe a little below them. Uh, Arizona goes to Dallas. Arizona's got to get right, or they may fall completely out of the playoffs. And then Detroit at Seattle, um, that could be Russell Wilson's last home game in Seattle. Uh, we'll talk a little more about that in the point .5, I think. Um, Minnesota-Green Bay, if you're... Rooting for Green Bay to lose. If you're looking to try to get to that number one seed, you need Minnesota to beat Green Bay uh, because the Packers end with Vikings-Lions. So those two teams that are behind, whether you're a Cowboys fan or a Rams fan, you need the Vikings to win. Monday night's game is Cleveland-Pittsburgh. That's going to be a throwaway game because both of them suck and neither of are making the playoffs. So, again, the big focus, I think, coming up on the second, on the next Sunday, is Kansas City-Cincinnati. Arizona-Dallas. Those are the two the two games where someone can make some hay on that. Um, I think Green Bay's likely to win at home on a Sunday night. And I think the Rams will have a test at Baltimore. That's going to be dependent on Lamar Jackson and his health. So there's kind of some thoughts going in on that. I uh, do want to talk real brief. I'm going to keep it kind of quick today. But uh, we were having a little contest coach Bodo's podcast versus the guys from the Jones report. And we're doing a bowl pick them and the guys in the Jones report have pulled ahead. So let me get this back up here. So we've had a couple of cancellations on bowl games. I know we're having a couple of replacements. What we're actually going to do is any game where there's a replacement team, we're just taking that game out. Luckily those games have not harmed our three and five point picks yet. Um, Where we stand right now is the Jones Report has 16 wins. Coach Bono's podcast, uh, Token Girl, Ellen Wigandter, and I I are at 12. So we're four games back. Now, it's a little difficult because some of these games will have three out of four pick something. And so it cannot help us. But we've got a couple of games coming up. Um, Ellen and I really need Houston over Auburn. Uh, UCLA over NC State would be big. And the one we really need is going to be Oregon over Oklahoma. Uh, that's a big one because it takes the three and fives away from a couple of those guys. But we're having a lot of fun right now. let give you an idea. Tom Bridges is actually from the Jones Report actually in first place. He's nine. Uh, He's won nine games. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine, one. He is nine and eight right now. We have two games that have been canceled. So Tom's at 9-8. and eight. I'm at 8-9. and nine. Uh, Tyler is at 7-10, and ten, and Ellen is bringing up the rear with four wins. Uh, Ellen's been on a pretty hellacious losing streak. I got to give Tom Bridges some credit. He went seven in a row from Louisiana over Marshall to Miami of Ohio over North Texas. Uh, I actually it eight in a row because he had Georgia State. We had a pause game in there. The Hawaii Bowl gets canceled. It's an eight in a row for Tom. Um, I'm sitting there, let's see, four of the last five, and then I had a couple early in there. So, yeah, I'm just a a game back. So I got to try to beat Tom first off. And, of course, I got to beat Tyler. Uh, I can't let him win that. But um, Token Girl, we need to get Token Girl back in this and see if we can drag ourselves to the finish line here. So a little bit of fun stuff there. Um, Token Girl, will be back on with me on the Point .5 pod. We are going to do at ask Coach Bo knows Coach Bo anything. So, if you've got a question, um, if it's anything that you've wanted to know, if you know me already, or if you hear me on here and you think, hey, I want to ask you a question, go to our Twitter, go to our Instagram, ask your question. It will get read most likely. Um, Ellen's also got a number of questions, and then we've gonna uh, we're gonna field a few questions. From friends of ours, Ellen and I have known each other in full disclosure. I've known Ellen since we were in high school. Uh, we're both in our 40s now. We've known each other since we were about 17, 18 years old, 16, 17 years old. And we are going to ask some friends of ours to do an ask coach Bo question. And we're going to play some of those and have some fun with that as well. So we might have some guests. We're going to have a kind of a end of the year wrap-up on the point five. The point five is going to be a lot of fun this week. So really, really want to see you come out. Um, I do want to say one thing here. We're at the end of the year. One little plug for my company and the things I do. You know, one of the reasons I do this podcast is you guys hear about O'Connor Advisory Group and what I do as a financial advisor. Hey, this is the time. We're at the end of the year. You're probably thinking about 2022. You're thinking about the new year, the new me. I want to get my money right. I want to get this the year. I'm going to I'm gonna lose some weight. I'm going, to get, I'm going to save money. I'm going to do those things. Hey, man, if you're losing weight, if you're like me, you're going to hire a trainer. You're going to hire someone to help you. If you're looking at this is the year you're going to get your money right, you've got to hire someone to help you. I want to be that guy. Give me a call. I would love to chat with you. No obligation. You can give us a shout. You can check me out. My I'll give you my personal cell phone number, 785-856-0720. You can also uh, hit me up at O'ConnorAdvisorGroup.com. We can go to the shortcut dot com. You can also email me, Show at gmail. And I'll set up a time and we'll do a Zoom call. We'll do an in-person visit if you want to come to Lawrence sit down with me or we'll just do a phone visit. It's no obligation. Let me help you get your money right this year. Let's let's make 2022 the best year it can be for all of us and, and especially for each of you. So as you're getting your goals, as you're getting ready for this next year, preparing yourself, let me be your partner. Let me help you out. So, that's something that's important to you. I wanted to make it. I want to help be part of that important piece. I said we we're going to make this a quick one today. We are going to make it a quick one today. Uh, again, I appreciate it. I appreciate all the listeners. Thank you so much. I have had a blast doing this. Um, I know sometimes over the last couple of weeks with the holidays, we've been a little bit late on a couple of these, but I really appreciate everyone who's listening. Uh, I love some of the feedback I'm getting. You know, I'm like people are like Coach Bell. You love Joe Burrow too much. Yeah, I cannot love anybody who you know throws for 525 yards uh, and wins games. Um, but it's not just that. I mean, just a lot of the stuff. I I love hearing back. I love hearing angry Chiefs fans. Even though I'm trying to give you guys credit. Um, you know, people who are Baker Mayfield fans and they're going, "Oh my God, how, why do you hate Baker Mayfield? Well, he sucks. That's why." Uh, but no, I, I I'm having a blast doing this. I hope you're enjoying it. I'm really enjoying the point fives with Ellen. Uh, we're going to be mixing up here in the next year after the new year. We'll be doing a little more interviews on Mondays. I wanted to get away from it for a couple of weeks during the holidays, kind of recharge the batteries, talk a little football. But uh, football season will be ending in about a month and a half, so we'll be a little less to talk about on Monday, so we'll be back to the interviews a little bit. Um, but we're doing some things that will be fun, and uh, I hope everybody's enjoying it. So give me a shout. Uh, keep it up. Uh, thank you for listening. I appreciate everyone who's doing it. Thanks to Tyler Jones, everyone at Studio Soapbox. Listen, what Tyler does behind the scenes is so important to us. I can't thank Tyler enough. He puts up with my crazy schedule and I know he's got a crazy schedule between what he's doing and his podcast and everything he's got in the network. Check out Studio Soapbox Network. If you haven't listened to the Jones Report, Tyler's incredible. His pods is so much better than mine. Uh, but check him out. I'm on there every week for about 20 minutes. We talk football. He's got a fun segment. Tom Bridges, his co-host, is hilarious. Uh, I think you'll enjoy that. Uh, we've got the racing show now with the guys over there, the NASCAR guys. They're hilarious. And uh, there are a few more things that are coming from Studio Soapbox in the next year. I know Tyler's working on a lot of stuff. We've got some really great shows, so uh, take care. Uh, definitely check those out. Don't forget to rate us and review us. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. We appreciate your five-star reviews. Till next time, I'm Coach Bo, Brian O'Connor. Have a great week. Have a safe new year. We'll catch you on the Point Five on Friday. And take care, everybody.